You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast about traveling inwards, outwards, and onwards. Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 17, and I'm your host, Sarah Cruz. In today's episode, I want to talk about the topic of happiness. I want to talk about what it looks like, why, and how we kind of place happiness in a box, and why it still feels like it's something that I am constantly searching for. So before I dive into that horribly complicated and never-ending topic, I want to first give you an update as to where I am and why that topic kind of came to be. So right now I am in the Canary Islands. They are a channel of Spanish islands off the northwest coast of Africa. I'm currently staying in Las Palmas, which is the capital city of the island Gran Canaria. And (laughs) it's funny because, again, I was not expecting to come to any islands on my trip, honestly. Yeah, leaving for Europe during the winter, island hopping was not on my itinerary for obvious reasons, but I'm here and so far so good. And I kind of want to talk about why this kind of came to be. Like the title of the podcast suggests, this is about me stepping into the unknown completely and kind of just going with the flow of the universe. And My initial, what I thought was my initial plan was to spend some time in Croatia. And you know what? Life kind of happened and, well, not life happened. Actually, snow happened. (laughs) That was also not on my to-do list was to deal with any snow. But I decided that I kind of needed to not be in that environment because I am not prepared for the winter at all. So I knew I was going to head to Spain to visit a friend and for some reason Las Palmas just kept on popping up in my mind. It just kept on popping up places. It just kept on in my mind calling me towards it and you know how I do. I had to go towards it. So now I'm here. I've been here for a few days now and it's nice. It's a little island. It's it's actually bigger than I thought it would be. And I plan on being here for at least two months. So I'm really trying to give this place a shot. The past few months I've been traveling. I've been either staying with a friend or traveling with friends with the exception of Israel, which I went to by myself. And I just knew that I needed time to be alone to kind of refocus and to purely just give myself that space to kind of reevaluate what I'm doing and more importantly why I'm doing it. So coming to the Canary Islands wasn't something that I was just looking forward to because of the environment but because I really know that I need time to be alone 
and time to just gather my thoughts and focus 100% on me because it feels like the past few months I've just been I feel like I've been giving up too much energy, not to other people necessarily, but just to the universe. And I feel like now I need to kind of focus that energy and attention inwards and kind of reevaluate and kind of (laughs) refocus myself and really ask the question of what do I really, truly want? want. And this is why the topic of happiness is coming up for me this week is because, okay, I do this all the time. I point to outside circumstances. I point to people and I point specifically to my environment as to why I am unhappy. And in my mind, I really convince myself that if I were to change one of those factors or in my case, all of them, it would change my internal state and therefore make me happy. And although I'm aware of this fact, I keep on doing it. And for me, coming, not necessarily to Las Palmas, but coming to a location where I can just be by myself and be alone and, you know, contemplate life and just focus 100% on myself no matter where in Europe that was going to be I knew it was going to happen but in my mind I convinced myself that once I get to that location I am going to be happy like I'm going to do it (laughs) it's going to happen and which is why I placed a little bit of pressure on coming to the Canary Islands and being alone is because I was almost banking on the fact that once I have that space, then I can fill it with happiness. And I know that that is not the way it works. And that is not the way that it's ever going to work. And it's not the way it's ever worked in the past. And I keep moving in search of some kind of happiness or some kind of fulfillment. And then once I get there, it's not there. It's because it's not found in a location and I know that yet I keep on convincing myself that it is and even though I'm aware of this fact I've been really trying to understand and really dissect the reasons why I do this and why it keeps on coming up and why this the need to keep on moving is a reoccurring theme in my life and Yes, I love to travel. Yes, I love to experience new things and learn through travel. Yeah, I get that. But there's also a part of me that is hoping and placing my happiness on my external surroundings. And for me, leaving and changing my environment completely, I keep on convincing myself that that is going to make me happy. And... I I still do it a little, just a little bit. I've gotten better, but I'm just kind of wondering why I still fall into that trap. And I know that I'm not the only person that does this. We all look to the outside world and we all place the blame on something that is outside of us. I do this. My friends do it. My family definitely does it. And I'm sure 
most of us in this world probably do it. And I know the reason that I do it is because for me, it is way easier to place the blame on something that is outside of myself than it is to fully and completely confront myself and the reasons why I feel that way. And and I think I do that because it is way easier for me to place the blame on something other than myself and by pointing to say my living environment or a person or any part of my life I think it's easier to put the blame on something that is one visible but also something that you know can change but the reason that it's not changing or the reason that it hasn't changed is an argument that you use to justify the unhappiness that you feel. So coming to the Canary Islands is really making me look myself in the eyes and look at myself and really kind of question why I'm still unhappy, why I think that something outside of me is going to make me happy and I'm really trying to question why that link between my internal world and my external world why that still exists but also what parts of me am I using to contribute to that link and why I'm distracting myself from fully going inside and figuring out the problem as opposed to pointing to everything that is outside of me and trying to fix that. And I know part of the reason why I'm not necessarily, you know, doing some hardcore construction work on what brings me happiness and what happiness actually means is because honestly, it's easier not to. It's way easier for me to distract myself than it is to confront myself. I would much rather place my attention on things that I have, or I should say, I would rather place my attention on things that I have perceived control over that I can visibly and tangibly change in my life than for me to like actually go deep within myself and ask myself difficult questions that I don't want to know the answer to that I am probably scared of seeing and probably a little bit afraid of acknowledging so it's far easier for me to distract myself with things of this earth and things that are outside of me than to confront myself. And it's way easier to place the blame on those things than it is to fix myself. And I feel like that is a bit obvious, but it's something that I'm realizing that I'm doing. And that's where I currently stand. I'm currently trying, or I'm still currently trying to convince myself as to why I'm unhappy And I can see my ego doing that and I can see it happening. But for some reason, I just can't believe it. I want to believe it. I want to be able to very clearly define the things in my life that are causing me pain. 
And I really want to believe that they are outside of me and that they can change. And once they change, I will change. Like, I want to believe that. But I feel like now there's a deeper part of me that just won't put up with that bullshit. Like, it's almost as though the ego is lying to me and I know it's lying to me, but for some reason, I'm just okay with it. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I want to believe you, but deep down, I don't. But I think I think the important part is that now that I'm seeing the truth, that is the lie. And I think the next step for me would probably be obviously going a little bit deeper and really going past the lies and trying to understand why I'm actually truly unhappy, but also what happiness is and what it feels like and how I can obtain it. And not just how I can obtain it, but also why I am worthy of it and why I deserve it and why I can have it. So coming to the Canary Islands, the theme that has been popping up for me is no longer what is making me unhappy. I feel like I'm finally moving on from that. And the question now is becoming what will make me happy or what exactly is happiness and how do I really truly move into that state of being without attaching it to any specific thing that is outside of me and that is outside of my control. And one of the things that I realized while trying to transition into, I want to say, a higher vibration and a higher state of being overall is that I've been assuming that once you obtain the things that you want, then they will make you happy. And... I've made that mistake time and time again, but I'm finally realizing that no matter how much I change or no matter how many things in my life that I give up or obtain, they are not enough to have a real concrete effect on my deepest internal states. So since I've been on the Canary Islands, I feel like One thing that I'm really trying to do is really try to focus my attention and my energy on things that are specific. So like I said, instead of focusing on the things that are making me or I think that have made me unhappy and instead of focusing on how I can change them, instead I want to place my energy and my attention on something more forward thinking and the fact that what exactly do I want is the question not what do I want to change and what do I want to get rid of and what do I want to let go of but more specifically what is it that I want why am I wanting these things and why do I think these things are going to make me happy and I've been realizing that in a way I don't necessarily know exactly what I want and I'm finding that that may be the reason why I'm not 100% content and I'm finding that if I don't know what I want specifically then there's no way in hell that I'm going to get it. 
And I think that understanding that part of yourself is really important because yeah you could have an idea of what you want but unless it is 100% specific you're just going to be thrown things that are kind of similar or maybe a little bit a little bit off and you're not going to understand why it's not making you happy for example Again, I've always placed my happiness, I've always correlated my happiness with my environment. So when I say that I wasn't happy in Portland and I wanted to leave, I 100% thought that just the fact of me leaving Portland was going to make me happy. But the thing is, is that unless I was very specific on where I wanted to go and why, then just going anywhere wasn't going to solve the problem. And the thing with happiness is that, at least for me, usually I think I have a general idea of what I want. And therefore, that general idea of what's going to make me happy is good enough. And that's not necessarily the case. And I'm not talking about what I want necessarily physically. I'm also talking about what kind of emotional states I want to live in. I'm talking about what do I want from myself, what do I want to feel, and what kind of life and being and body do I want to kind of possess spiritually. And I've lived most of my life up until recently not really understanding what I want. I mean, we all say that we want to be happy, but personally for me what does that happiness look like what does happiness feel like where exactly am I placing my values and I know that when I feel the best and when I feel like I am 100% myself and that I am literally vibrating on a higher level I've identified a few feelings that I that I associate that with and one of them is <laughs> is freedom I feel the most at home within myself when I'm free um, the feeling of being accomplished the feeling of security the feeling of being connected and I really think that by identifying those things specifically then we can start to work backwards from there so for me an example it doesn't have to be for traveling but when I feel free it's usually when I feel like I have the space and the time to be myself so I've been really trying to commit to a daily meditation practice and I find that when I give myself that space and that time in the morning just to one, do what I want and to alleviate all pressures that I put on myself, not just in terms of work or what I need to do, but also I tend to put on a little bit of a spiritual pressure too, meaning that I really try to like become a better person and really try to understand myself and develop. But then I find that that is a lot of pressure and that doesn't make any sense. Why? Like you can't 
grow quicker than you're going to grow. So why are you placing so much pressure on yourself? Anyways, I find that if I just really leave space in the morning for myself to do what I need to do and what I want to do, then that brings up that feeling of freedom. And in those moments, that's when I I feel happy. And that's just an example. It could be anything for anybody. But my point is, is that really, truly identifying those things that you want are important because once you do, then you can head in that direction. And then you can also give up everything that is not in alignment with those feelings. And I feel like in this lifetime, it's really hard to identify what you truly and 100% want. Trust me, I am nowhere near having that figured out. But what I have been realizing lately is that I need to know what I want in order to get it and in order to feel it. And for me, there are a lot of aspects of my life that I have no idea what I want. For example, I know I want to start a business, but I can't even begin to pinpoint what that business would even look like. What I'm saying is that if you don't know what you want, then you're not going to get it. And it's fine not knowing what you want. That is 100% okay. That's where I'm at as well. But I found that If you don't know what you want, that means you have to be okay with stepping out and stepping away from where you are and trying new things in order to test the waters. And more importantly, when you do that, you have to be okay with the fact that you're going to try some things and you know what? A lot of them are going to be wrong. A lot of them are not going to be what you want. And you know what? Some of them are even going to be painful experiences. And that is just part of the whole of moving towards that path of really truly identifying who you are and what you want and what not just brings you happiness, but in what states do you thrive in? And I feel like if you can identify where you thrive, then you can move your life in that direction. And it's going to take some understanding of the self because like I said, you can rearrange your life accordingly with all of the things that you think are going to bring you happiness and then you can fall short. So I think it's going to have to, the, the roles are going to have to be switched. You're going to have to identify the feelings that you want and go towards the feelings. And then that's when you start bringing everything else in your life that matches those feelings. It's not focusing on the external world first and then hoping that it's going to bring you happiness. It's really trying to identify where in yourself you find that happiness and then rearranging your life accordingly. Because when people say they want to be happy, it's I'm assuming it's because they felt happy before. I know I have. And you know, sometimes the feeling is long lasting and then also, and then sometimes it's a bit fleeting, but I know that it's there and I know that it exists and I know that I can live in that state of being. I'm not saying I'm going to be happy 100% of the time. Absolutely not. But what I am sure about is that I can live in a state that is definitely more enjoyable than the internal state that I'm living in right now. And in order to move 
into that state of being, I'm done blaming my circumstances. I'm done blaming the way I look. I'm done pretty much blaming anything that is outside of me. And I really feel like I'm moving into that place where I can take responsibility for my happiness and really take responsibility and move towards the person that I want to be. And I know that this is not something that's going to be done overnight. I know it's going to take time. I know it's going to take a lot of patience. And I also know it's going to take a lot of experimenting and making mistakes. But I think welcoming every single part of the process is only going to move you in the direction that you want to go. And I'm saying this while I am, of course, traveling. But the reason that I'm traveling is because I am opening myself up to different experiences and different lives and meeting different people. But I'm also really, I'm really trying not to put so much weight on the traveling, but more internally. And I feel like a lot of people do this. They confuse traveling with happiness. And although I feel like traveling is very important for many different reasons, not just for feeling free or whatnot, but for intellectual reasons as well. And I think that a lot of people confuse traveling with happiness. And you know what? It's not a cure. There is no cure. There's there's nothing that you're going to do that is going to fix whatever is inside of you. Only by going inside can you fix it. Yes, there's going to be experiences that you're going to have that can open you up to what does make you happy and what you truly want and you get a lot of experiences by traveling and not doing the same thing every day which is probably why people do it but it's not the traveling itself that is going to make you happy I don't know I feel like a lot of us are still searching for that that place not just in the world but within ourselves that we feel 100% content and yeah I'm still looking for it too I haven't found it it comes and it goes it's on and it's off, like whatever. But all I know is that I'm not giving up. I know that I'm not settling for anything less than what I want and what I deserve out of this lifetime. And if I just have to keep either moving or something scarier, stay still for a while in order to get to that place that I know exists inside of me, then that's something that I have to do and I'm completely okay with it. I guess the key point that I want to I want you to leave with is that when you're really trying to understand yourself and understand your happiness, I really, at least for me right now, the the most important thing is identifying those feelings that you want first. Identify the feelings that feel good to you and that you want to move towards. And I think that once you identify those feelings, no matter what they are, no matter where you feel them or how they come about or whatever, I think it's pinpointing that feeling and then holding on to it. And then using that feeling as the goal and not anything external, not anyone external, but purely using that feeling and then writing that feeling all the way to existence. Meaning 
holding on to that feeling and identifying it and knowing what it is and then using that as your guide and then bringing on everything in your life or going in every single direction that is in alignment with that feeling and if it's not then why even why even bother holding on to it why even bother putting up with it let that shit go okay and I think What's very important here, again, is identifying the very specific feeling or thing that you want because once you do, then you're not going to want to put up with anything less. And once you identify the thing that you want, then you know exactly what you don't want and then you can kick that shit to the curb, okay? Okay, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. Again, I want to say thank you for everyone that listens to this podcast. I really appreciate all of you. And if you have any more questions or want to see any pictures or anything, you can head to my website, www.artoftheunknownpodcast.com. And thank you again for listening. And I'll talk to you guys next week.